emptiness Recollections to suppress Whatever it's worth I'm winning my words Do you read those letters? I can't help but wonder Can you hear me? I feel Seven fifty-six p.m. Friday, July twenty-sixth, twenty nineteen. Episode number thirteen of We're from Utah. I am Freddie, and I'm Tanner. It's great to be here. Let's do it. Woo! What it do, baby? How it do, baby? How it do, my friend? Good to see you. Always a pleasure. I love doing this, and I'm I'm hoping that everybody enjoys listening to it as much as we enjoy make like doing this for real. Because this is this is great. We we really, I mean, the setup can be a hassle sometimes. But lately, I mean, lately it is because we're not very tech savvy and we're trying to up the game. Yeah, you know, we're trying to that. give you guys the best content possible. Yeah, I mean, we're we're trying to move up. We're on Spotify now. Yeah, we're fucking doing something, collecting the bag. And and from what we're hearing on Spotify too is we can. They can be as long as they want, and we won't have any memory issues, breach, yep. or anything. So we can keep churning episodes and put them up there. And I hope that everybody can enjoy them. Now, I speaking of Spotify, there was they released this story. Um, uh oh, are they in some heat? No, they are actually. This actually could be good for us potentially. Okay. So. Heard it on my podcast, but I ain't shouting them out because this is our podcast. Oh, so Spotify is very new to the podcast game. Yeah, they yeah, they really recently started promoting it. Um, so since they've come out and said, "Hey, like we are for the producers here. We are for the creators. We're here for the podcasters." Type of shit. Um, I what we're on is actually a beta. So we're still in the beginning stages with Spotify. Okay, cool. On their new platform that they're going to be releasing podcasts with. So that's the cool thing. See, this is the this is the format that we're looking at. It's pretty simple. It's there's cool. no much to it. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So so from what I've heard and what I've read is that this should be done hopefully either at the end of this year or the start of next year. Like that's when it'll be fully running. Fully running, advertising, so, launching. What I'm hoping is if maybe we're we're day ones, dude. They hope. might fund us because that's another story that shit is is that Apple re- retaliated to. So they're gonna start funding all Apple exclusive podcasts. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yep. They're gonna start funding. Apple exclusive podcasts. So if your shit is only on Apple, they're gonna send you some dough, or they're gonna help you know get you discovered or get you out there more. That's pretty cool. So that's a lot of podcasts, though. That's a lot of podcasts to churn out and try to pay them. Should, so I don't know. Excuse me. Should we just be on both? I mean, I don't see why not. But I, the thing with us doing like the RSS and everything right now is we have a data limit mm-hmm. and so like I don't and that's gonna suck cause like I want if anyone's really you know the new listeners old listeners if you wanna re-listen to an episode do you want when you, if you first hear of us this episode and wanna go back it, you can and not be like oh they only have this many posted you know what I mean it's true but but then at the same time, that would then make you want to go to the Spotify and the Apple or something. Like, you could always, what you could do is, I don't know. It's but, hard. Yeah. It, it's really hard. Now, I, I've always wondered, I always thought it would be easier to do, like, iTunes exclusive. And I always thought that iTunes exclusives were really cool. Mm-hmm. So I was always in favor of Apple. Yeah. Spotify, let me just tell you, just getting our shit on Spotify has been so much easier than getting it on iTunes that I'm kind of just 
siding with Spotify. Sold on that. I'm like, you know oh, what? Yeah. It's easy. And so far, until we, you know, we have to reset or, you know, our, our storage on right. the RSS um, feed. Yeah. They might just be stored on SoundCloud, like archived on there. That's true. Could always so, I mean, do that. until we run into that, I mean, I'm kind of deciding with, with Spotify on this one. Yeah, for and real. I, I actually think it's a lot easier to, to use. I mean, you don't have to sign up for anything uh, for people who don't have Spotify. Yeah. Well, and I have Spotify, but I, I don't pay for it or anything. Yeah, I don't, free. But I don't have the premium, I, you know, so you get the ads, so... But you know what Spotify that's not Spotify terrible. is good yeah Spotify is good I mean I, I clicked on the link I deleted the app and I clicked on the link on our Instagram page mm-hmm. which is we're from Utah pod check us out and follow us good plug <laughs> um I clicked on there and it was super easy it was like just download the app question mark you click on the link it takes it to the app store you download it and then you sign mm-hmm. in sign up yeah free and you're listening to it yeah and then and then the premiums i think like 15 bucks or something maybe even less yeah and but then uh, you can do family i think that's the family yep and well and they have a partnership with hulu so you get a hulu oh yeah that was right account and spotify you know what we're just gonna plug spotify shout out spotify hell yeah why not why not i think that's actually what we have here except it's uh not my not my spotify but not my Spotify. Not my Spotify. No, no. Said the fly. Wise guy. Ooh. <laughs> Watch out, duck. It's a drive-by. It's the Freddy. Uh, shit, man. Lots going on, though. As, as far as, like, getting better production value, I guess, if you will. We're trying. You know, we're trying to get you guys... You know, we, we want to follow the gospel to grow... We want the followers to really, you know, feel like they've been through, you know, from day one when it was just three, like three dudes in a mic yeah. in, a, in a basement to we like good discrepancies quality. And now we're just moving up and just, yeah, yeah to slowly watch know. it. So we, we, we want you guys to rise to with, us. with us. But, uh, rise it's, with us in the cream. <laughs> in the gospel. In the gospel cream. You know. Gospel cream. It's yeah. my favorite donut shop. Gospel cream donut. Gospel cream donuts. Don't get the gel, the the cream filled though. The priest filled. The priest. <laughs> oh fuck. Ew. <laughs> That's funny. Oh gross. God. But well, shit. Yeah. Thank you guys again. Uh, check us out on all all those. We have a Facebook page, so check us out on that too. I kind of wanted to start off with some. Uh, some Salt Lake news here. Or not news, maybe just a cool little article. That's news, isn't it? Oh yeah, it's it's the news. So let let me just read you the headline. This Salt Lake City daycare has become a magnet for conspiracy theories. Is it a drug front? An An organ harvesting operation? Or is it just a normal, slightly creepy daycare? Like, you know, drug deals, organ harvesting, <laughs> where you take your kid when you've got no one else to watch them. Take them there. Take them there. So the, the, the building is very small. This is great. It's like a Hulk green. Yeah, it's 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 a whole green. There's a there. I don't think it's around here anymore. There used to be a house by Taco Bell that was like that green and they and yeah purple door like it's very hulk it's very hulk yes and then it's just got a bunch of like dr seuss windows you know, kind those, of like they're all just different sizes and like you know two would be there's like six bunched together in one area and then like four on the other like it's just very weird but i was also looking at them like that could just be a front looking for the outside and not necessarily be real for the inside by any means but at the same time i don't know they, so this is this is what the article reads Depending on who you ask, Fun Time is either a normal daycare. That's the name, by the way. Normal daycare? Uh, no. <laughs> fun Time Normal Daycare? Or fun Time. <laughs> like, okay, now we're getting, yeah, like, what is this? This is a Fun Time Normal Daycare. I don't see problems. It's, it's the Fun Time Kids Daycare. But the, ki- the kids is filled with a Z. Of course. Some of them already a little suspect. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's either a fun normal daycare or a cover up for something insidious. P- 
possibly a CIA black site, a drug front, an organ, an organ harvesting operation. You know, hmm. <laughs> this conspiracy really? began on January 25th of 2015. When, wow. the, when the user Disco Godfather 6922 <laughs> oh posted a photo to Reddit. He wrote, that he'd lived near nearby for five years, but he'd never seen any kids with a Z. <laughs> he put a Z as well. Yes, he did. <laughs> Having a fun time inside. Okay. All right. So as soon as Salt Lake City locals weighed in, one user had admitted to seeing children inside despite the cardboard in the windows. Another user claimed to be a letter carrier who had been inside the daycare and said that it was fully functioning. The only strange thing is, the user added, no matter what time of day I showed up to their, showed up there, uh, their mail always seemed, or, can I read? Uh, the only strange thing is, no matter what time of day I showed up with their mail, it always seemed to be nap time. <laughs> Another user claimed to know someone who broke into the facility out of curiosity and found one room with a chair facing a TV displaying a live video of another room in the building. Damn. So they're on some shit. So yeah, that's that's just what's going on there. And again, there's the building. But they find no nothing dirty. They're finding all this suspicious stuff, but then they're not finding anything to confirm there's nothing anything. There. Yep. So let's see what there's another thing here. Where are the children? Nap time. Give me mail. You go. Uh, this is this is great. And this is a neighbor, Gregory Dolan, admitted he'd never seen kids go in, but he's pretty sure there's nothing suspicious going on inside. What you find in a lot of these local legends is they're started by an ignorant person who doesn't know what's going on. That's what Greg said. Greg, you're the ignorant person who doesn't know what's going on. Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> Gregory? Hey, man. Greg's just doing his thing. Go off, Greg. But that's this place in Salt Lake. There's a... What the hell? The Case of the Vampire Trucker. That's the next article. <laughs> we'll read that next time. <laughs> but that's what's I can going only on. drive at night. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect for truck stops and rest areas to refuel. To refuel. To refuel. Why did the vampire all of a sudden go back to my Russian accent? <laughs> I want to suck Every time your vodka. <laughs> suck your your vodka. I'm an idiot. Oh, Sorry. that's funny to me. I thought that was funny. Oh, my goodness. Babushka would be proud. Bab- <laughs> Fucking babushka. A babushka. No, oh, oh, yeah. So, get this. So, I've always thought of this. So, I have my dog named Grandma. Mm-hmm. A girl I went that I knew back in my high school days and stuff, Kayla, she got a pit bull name, and named him Babushka. Babushka. So, Grandma. And, yeah. So, Grandma in Russian. And then, I do believe... There's like a, I'm like eighty percent sure that her pit bull is from the same litter that my pit bull's from because they look exactly alike and they're like it's I really think so. Whoa! Because she got them from the same place and everything, so I'm like, yeah, I think the same litter. Yeah, but when I got to because each time though they were like it was just like one pup at a time though it was weird. Like maybe they were just like training them differently or individually and waiting for like each one to get to a certain point instead of pushing them all out at the same time. But or we just got to them when there was one left. So Grandma and Babushka yeah. are related? No, no, it's not the same. Litter. Not the same dog. Uh-huh, I have a dog. My, one of my dogs is named Grandma, and then her dog is named Babushka, Babushka. and then that's a, my pit's named Ganja. So Ganja Babushka might be related. Oh, the Babushka. Yeah, Ganja and Babushka. And Pa and Pa. No, um, did you ever go to daycare? Did I ever go to daycare? Yeah. No. No, okay, I did. 
I went to daycare here around town, so like just hearing about this so is the idea. I'm like, so it's it made home. me think of my flashback to my daycare days. Well, he sat in front of a TV, looking at a live feed. Live feed of another room? No, I never did that. I remember, I remember hanging out with Casey Lowe and reenacting the final fights battle scene in Lion King. That's badass. Like, seen that? Yeah, at that time, like we were like, yeah, like five or six or something like that. It had been out okay, a little bit, yeah. And yeah, me and him like would flip back and forth between being Scar or Scar and what, Simba. What year did that come out in? The Lion King, I think 94, 2019. Oh, well, no, not that one. Oh, uh, the, the first, the cartoon one came out in. Uh, 1994? 94. I think I saw it in theaters. Yeah. June 15th, 1994. So, yeah. So, after that, I... Yeah. It oh, was, yeah. You would... Dude, sorry. I was like, what? You'd seen the how? And I just remembered. I was born in 1990. Yeah. You're older than me. Mm-hmm. I just get so lost in the sauce, man. I think that you're, like, my age. Which I guess isn't, like, that weird because I'm 26. Yeah, so you're like in the big scheme of things. Yeah, I'm gonna be 29 next month. Yeah. So I mean, we'll have to have your early birthday. <laughs> yeah, I remember doing that. I remember because at that point there was like there was it was like the play giant room, mm-hmm. and then on the once there was a spot where you could go up the stairs and like it was the cutout of the wall and stuff like a little balcony and all toys and stuff. I remember one day being down below and one of the kids pushed a girl off of the top of the Damn. balcony thing and she felt, you know, it's like, it's probably like a regular room, so not crazy depth into it, but I remember, I remember that. I remember... He said, long live the king, bitch. No, it wasn't during that. <laughs> it, it was a completely different time and different day and stuff, but I swear... uh I remember a kid, I think his name, I it was probably Jose, but I always said Osoe, being a young kid, so, I, you know, not knowing, and I remember him, and he was a young Hispanic kid, or a young brown kid, that's all I, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, at three or four years old, like, you're Mexican, <laughs> like, damn, this four-year-old's good, yeah, no, that's not happening, but I remember he taught me how to, like, do tongue click, like, that kind of stuff. I can't do that. That's he. I remember he would always do it, and that's what kind of got me to try and do weird shit with my tongue. Was that kid? That's Hell daycare. Yeah. That's daycare. That's a wicked annoying thing to learn at that age too. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. <laughs> Trying to do that shit as a young little kid, just being loud and all the time. I can't even do that. No. Oh. And I'm pretty loud. Yeah, like I don't do it a lot, that. but yeah. Yeah, I just I don't, don't do that shit. He'll walk past me and go like, fuck. See, I don't do that to, you know, like I just, sometimes (laughs) when I'm bored, I'll do it or something. But yeah, I used, that's where I learned it was daycare. I remember daycare was good times. I went for a few years to the same daycare, like, cause I would go there after school too and stuff. Cause my parents still worked and everything. So they would come and pick me up at like five or six. Okay. And I, but yeah, like I was, yeah, there for a few years. It was fun by all means learned yeah i mean you did got memories and shit like remember now i remember nap time damn i remember taking nap time i remember that i never got naps and yeah like in regular school elementary or anything like that but Mm -hmm. i got i got nap time at the daycare i remember that like not all the time but there were a few times we would get it i feel like i got gypped i didn't i didn't have that that I, sh- I should I should have like some kind of like you know what man at work like if you want to take like a five minute nap bro because you didn't take a nap as a kid go for it <laughs> no but like for real I it sucks because I growing up where I did because I I grew up in Mexico okay. very fucking different they yeah. didn't give a shit about you like no that. they put you in uniforms in freaking oh. preschool bro. There's pictures of me like I'm all decked that laced out, bro. Like my light, nice little like dress shoes and black, dude. Like that's what you had to do. That's daycare, you know, like your kids and shit. But like it was basically preschool early. And then 
uh, as I got older, times changed there, and they started actually doing preschool. Mm-hmm. Same exact thing. You actually have to learn things. Yeah. I was learning math and stuff like, oh, what's fifty plus sixty in preschool, bro? I remember nobody knew. No, dude. And I remember we learned to count to a hundred in kindergarten. Yeah. Because I remember my kindergarten teacher showing us off, you know, being proud of the kids, and we were counting every time we got to the tenth digit of the next one. She'd like, 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 be blown away, like, what? <laughs> you, you know, you. Yeah. Like, yeah, bitch, you just taught, you just taught us. So, but, but I just you know, trying to act. I, I remember that shit. See, so I, I, I remember like that growing yeah. up in Mexico. So okay, so then I came here. Not the same shit. How old were you when you came here? Uh, four. Okay. So I had to do, what is that, kindergarten? I did kindergarten. I was five at kindergarten. So in in Mexico, <laughs> like, because I, I came here, I guess, when school ended there, which I didn't start around the same time. And then I basically just got through preschool and was going into kindergarten here. Okay. So when I came here and I started going to school, I was completely taken away by how different it was. Yeah. So do you like actually remember all that too? Like, I, do you, do you I have remember. thoughts about like of living in Mexico and everything? Yeah, like, and still I remember? remember a lot, and I think it was because it's just the crazy change from there to here. That's true. To where that is just like at a very young age too, like altering, bro. Because you're like barely getting everything that you've just seen around you figured out, and now you're and now I'm like new place, and I never and I never thought about that until I I grew up older and and I just I realized a lot about myself and I'm like, huh, yeah, I remember that shit very vividly, you know, in conversations with my mom and stuff to like kind of make it, you know, paint the whole picture. Right, right, right. But um. So kindergarten here, long story short, I had to, I got held back and I had to redo kindergarten. Oh, snap. Because what I knew. Mexico did a number on you. What I knew, well, one, I I didn't speak very good English. I I did not speak very good English at all. I remember there were, yeah, we would have a handful of kids like that throughout our years too. Yeah. That's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. That's fine. And then two, because what I knew how I've been taught was completely wrong. Yeah. And so they were like, you're an idiot. <laughs> oh, you're just, you were just you told like, wrong. So if you're followed, what was told to you wrong, you, what, I wish, you're I idiot. wish I could be, I wish I could give it up to that. You just it really wasn't. Yeah. I, I like, I went to Delta, Delta elementary school. Okay. I was the that's only a, Hispanic. Yeah. That's a time. change. That's a, that's a drastic so I I like, change. Oh no. Like he, he just got taught different. No, like a lot of these bitches were like straight up very ignorant. And not and that's just what I imagine it. This is just because my parents have gone in to talk to these these teachers, oh like why is my son doing this, you know? And they were very bigoted towards mm-hmm. them. And and again, this is just where talking to my parents about our life shit comes yeah. into play. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, a lot of it, you know, it's just it's just that. But remembering that, and and then from then on, just only being American school, like through and through, it's wicked different to talk to like my buddies from Mexico. Who, I'm like, sure who grew up differently, but we're the same age. Right, like, right. Dude, it's a trip. It's a trip. How? But we still know the same shit. He just knows yeah. how to do it differently than I do. Uh-huh. And it's weird. It's just weird. Not so much math. Math is pretty, like, standard. Yeah, there's, like, few things that are across the board that can't really change. But, like, he knows everything I do. It's weird. Maybe not U.S. history as much, but he is learning it because he wants to work here. So it's, you know, good for him. Shout out to Andres. Andres. Shout out. Yeah. But fucking kindergarten ruined my life. I I remember my first day of kindergarten. Mexican kindergarten. You see this scar right here? Uh, next to my eye? Mm-hmm. Boom! Kid. One tooth. Bam. Side of my eye. Jesus. That's Mexican school for you. And it's just because everybody had lunchtime at the same time, so I was just like, get the hell out. Yeah. See, for kindergarten, it was half days. 
Oh. So at lunchtime, you basically, like, I was morning. So then I just, you just go home. Dude. And then, and then the teacher would then have an afternoon group that would then come in. And then that would be. We just got out early. Yeah. So that was, so those. lunch. Yeah. So I think, oh, I think they had another set come in. I swear they did. Yeah. And then. And then once you hit first grade, then you were an all-day student. And it was funny because first grade, I was with one teacher, Miss Bennett, for like um, three weeks or so, maybe if that. Like, you know, barely started the year. And I guess our classes were too big. Uh-huh. So then they took a few kids from all the first grade classes and we got a new teacher, Miss Wright. And our classroom was the library. They Whoa. They freaking just put up like a little barrier for half of the library for the year. And that was our classroom. That's nuts. So I was like, that was, that was different. Like, yeah, that was weird. Like, I remember you could always hear like the different classes going into the library and stuff. Oh, cause they did that. Yeah. I remember going to like having like a library library time. Yeah. You'd go in and like either, you know, go and read a book or check out a book or they would, I remember doing those. I can't remember what they were called, but you remember doing those tests on books. Like you would put in your name and you could do tests on books and you would get points. Uh-uh. And then once you got so many points, you could like buy stuff at the library and stuff no. like little prizes and shit. Never did that. And I remember it at Cross Hollows too. Really? Yep. Shows you how much time I actually cared about the library. See, I didn't, I did at first, like, cause I wanted to get like this, like cool, like, you know, the like yellow smiley face stuff. Like they mm-hmm. had like a, like a little plush, like thing of that. I was like, I want that, but it was so many points. And I think. After a while, I was just like, I was crunching way too much. Like, I can't keep doing this. And then I remember in, like, fifth grade, they would have, like, they had, like, cool prizes, but I would get, like, the smart kids to do the test for me and then just, like, give them those, like, those, like, you know, those pink Granny B. Smith frosted cookies. I'd, like, give him one of those and stuff. I remember doing that and trying to get get better prizes. Or I think actually by then, like, we were required to. And I would then, like, flashback to ones I did at, at... younger and stuff be like oh i can do this one again and shit oh my god i never did those every time i'd I'd go in the library i'd always check out the uh the zoo books oh hell yeah dude all about the zoo books i remember those and then in like sixth grade they got like video game magazines and like tips and tricks ones and so like i remember like writing them down and the cheat codes and shit (laughs) so i could take them home yeah so i could take them home and use them they had that for like uh sports illustrated ones yeah i was always checking out sports illustrated too yeah i remember yeah doing those i think we i remember the guinness book of world records books would be there too so we could like look at those like from each year and shit they're totally gonna catch me for this all this after all these years i snagged so many of those sports illustrated magazines bro (laughs) oh well (laughs) you got a monthly fuck off you fucking know you did. <laughs> you were bent out of shape over one issue. Dude, I remember I got for a while I did the I got the ESPN magazines. Yeah. And those came like every two weeks. I used to get those East Bay magazines. Dude. Oh, I remember East Bay magazines. Is East Bay still a thing? I, well, I don't know. Look them up right now. East Bay. Nothing is more important for this podcast than me knowing if eastbay.com still exists. Yo, they still do. Oh, dude, nitty gritty. That's so rad. Dude, they have some cool merch out here. Not that. They got the Giannis's. The Giannis, the Greek freaks. Damn, they got some. Dude, they always had the coolest shoes. So they probably got those ugly Donovan Mitchell. Oh, you know they do. Mailmans. The mailmans. Yeah, so Donovan Mitchell plays for the Utah Jazz. He released a colorway on Wednesday, which Pioneer, is Pioneer Day. Pioneer Day, which is also happy birthday, Carl Malone. Um, he released a pair of his signature shoe, which is the, uh, what are they called? Some spider, I'm sure. Spiders or something. Um, in a Carl Malone tribute colorway. Yeah. Which is from like the 97. White, purple, Um, violet. White and purple based on the old jazz. And then it's got a, looks like it has like a little um, envelope emoticon for the mailman. Like a little message like in, yeah, the little red um, mail flap, whatever that's called. I'm looking his shoes up right now. 
and then we'll share them. We'll share them on, on the page so you can see them. Carl Malone. I know a kid. He's a super fan of the Jazz. He bought three pairs of Donovan Mitchell's new shoes. I'm just like... And he and he showed me a pair he was wearing. Like he posted a photo, and they were garbage. Like they were uglier than the Malone ones. Like I don't. It's just an ugly looking shoe to me. The colors aren't even. The like colors the colors are dope, bad. actually. Like it's a cool concept and everything, but the shoe itself, because I've seen different colors schemes of the same shoe, and it's garbage to me. Like every, I don't every like it. Adidas basketball player has that shoe. Just in a different color, and the stitching might be slightly different. I think my Derrick Roses are Adidas. Derek Those are Roses different. Are high tops, though. He's got like super high yeah. tops. And I remember my Kevin Gar- Garnett's were the high tops, and the that was. I remember it had those. Like that was back when they were doing those like whole technologies in the soles. Yeah. That was a my new KG shoes. Yeah. I almost bought a pair of East Bay shoes of the original Dwayne Wade's. But I didn't just because I was just worried they weren't going to fit. And once again, we're bringing up the Dwayne Wade shoes, my man. It's okay. I've yeah, been looking right. for them every time I've gone over to that house. They're That's, there. They're there. I know they're there. And I know my uh, they're at my parents. Dude, it's going to be funny when they get pawned to you. Someone's going to bring them into the <laughs> pawn shop. Yo, I got these shoes, man. <laughs> I got these D-Wades, bro. You, he's, he's been retired, bro. Those are mine, bro. But on the oh, down low? <laughs> on the down low, he might return. <laughs> These are gonna go for a lot, bro. I'm like no. So yeah, that's that's what's going on. I Donovan Mitchell, ugly shoe. Yeah, I don't like. But he, yeah, had to be on East Bay. Oh, cause library time. So yeah, I would check out like the Sports Illustrated. Do you like how way off topic we got? That yeah, was yeah, rad, dude. That's cool. I remember. <laughs> but that was that was it. Yeah. Kindergarten fucked me up. Because, yeah, that first day, the thing I mainly remember about my first day was we read a story, and it was back when it would be a, you know, a, a, a children's book, and she would, they would just press play, and then they'd just turn the page, and it would, t- like, the music Aww. and that. So I remember it being that's, about that's dope. a little boy becoming, like, a sheep herder, I think, or something. But the main part I just remember is one of the sheep just singing, you never know until you try. I remember that for my first fucking day of school kindergarten verbatim you never know until you try yeah you never know you never know you never know until you try but music in me like it works yeah because that's how that's how i like you don't it's funny because like in second grade i learned multiplications but you don't realize they're multiplications until until fourth grade, I didn't realize it. Hmm. So we just learned she would sing us songs or in tones and just do um, uh, multiplication. So she'd be like, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, yeah. 22, 24, 26, 28, and 30. I could see how that would be easier to do. 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 21. Yeah. So I learned it for. 3, 6, 9. Damn, she fine. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, there and then get low, get low. We did two, three, and then four. Okay. Four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty, twenty-four, twenty-eight, thirty-two, thirty-six, and forty. Damn. But then until See like that. yeah, it was just you just learned that. I just remember learning that in second grade, and then in fourth grade, we then learned our multiplications up to twelve, and then I that came in handy for tests. I was like, oh shit. I'm always. Do you know what? I might start doing some that technique for the show because I'm always forgetting what fucking episode we're on. I always forget, and it's That's always. Fine. I'll be like, let's see, episode one. Now we're in your head. Episode three, Lionel Messi versus Argentinian. <laughs> episode four, what the hell is it? Let me pull them up. I don't remember what we named episode Wisconsin four. Moved, Wisconsin, oh yeah, Wisconsin, Wisconsin was Wisconsin was constant with cons with consent. <laughs> episode was five. Tiara with Tanner. I met Fuel. I met fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you're doing a different song style for a, me stealing a song. Like, <laughs> that's a song as is that I was stealing. I met fuel. I met fire. Then they said my apple cider. Ooh. That was just me being episode, bored. Episode six. Drizzy's drizzle. It's funny, right? Oh, God. I remember that. <laughs> but at least, Were you having a flashback like to yes. our episodes? Because we 
far we've made it. <laughs> At least we made it more than six episodes. Oh, dude, for real. Dude, Zav, like, we were going to talk about this last episode, but we didn't. We ran out of time because last episode was great. We were bullshitting away. But I found this New York Times article about podcasting was basically what it was talking about and just how, you know, trying to give you the ins and outs and just how tough it can be to really get out there and notice because there's they found on average there's about 700,000 podcasts out there. So there's that's a lot. So if you're one listening to this, the one out of 700,000 and stuff, thank you. Yes. You know, for you. spending your time there's many podcasts out there so of course you want to stick out you've got to do different content and high production values like you you want people to listen give them their bang for their buck especially if you want to like we you know i post episodes for an hour i hope people listen all the way through i mean granted you could always pause it and return later mm-hmm. by all means but i hope i'm not making it where you're just like oh god it's this long but it's two women decided that they were going to start a podcast Hmm. I do believe it was in New York, but I might be wrong. But they would go, and they would rent out a. They would have. There was this free room in the library to use for like open talk and everything. And they would go in there for an hour every week, and they would give advice to people that would come in if they wanted anything. And they called it the Advice Podcast. Hmm. But they put as as the article said, they put as much effort into the show as they did that title. Blood, sweat, and tears. After they did uh, six episodes, and one of the women thought after that that the sponsorships and advertising, they would be a hit. After six episodes, the that they would be hit. Me undies would be calling. I think they even Casper mattresses. Casper mattresses. There we go. I thought I was having a stroke. Excuse me. <laughs> so they, you know, but they thought that they would be getting all this advertisements people would be listening people would be enjoying it and they were realizing that wasn't it so they just up and quit not all of them make it obviously no not all of them do but and then they would talk to like another person who runs a podcast and he's like i don't want to tell people not to do it but at the same time it's a real tough game to get into and i think we just the way we're going into it is just this is just fun it's just a bullshit let me give you ladies a piece of advice with your six podcast. Do you think we got to Spotify just trying to make a difference? God, no. We did this because we're having fun. All right? Tell them, Freddy. The Me Undies. Oh, they came calling. Episode four, which was titled. Wisconsin with was with consent was can, was constant. <laughs> I love it. It fucks us up. It fucks us. Anyways, <laughs> they did not come calling. All right, you're right. We would have took that. Are you kidding me? Okay, they came. All right, all right, all right, all right. Episode five. We were kind of close. All right, it was for dramatic effect. So they called. All right, me undies called, and guess what I told them? I said sorry, buddy. We're doing this for fun. Come back with a better offer, and we'll sell out. <laughs> better offer than fun yeah i'd like to see you try so listen here ladies with the advice podcast we do requests and i think i think you know what i think we're long overdue next week episode 14 let's do another request episode. the trl is back it's back it's been yeah it's, it's been a minute been so nine. ladies <laughs> advice Take requests. Mic drop. Boof. That was great. Oh my goodness. I was not expecting that at all. So that was awesome. Six episodes. Yeah, six episodes. I don't even know how long they were or anything like that. Six and they, and they recorded it on their iPhone at the time. Shit. Like whatever iPhone. I think it said like six maybe. Five or six. What's next? iPhone 10. I I need a soundboard. If you know how to get a soundboard, hit me up. Because, God, we need one. That would have been great. We have a special guest, by the way. It's my dog, Emmy. Bye, little miss. Bye. I'm so hungry. I know. (laughs) Go get food after this for sure. 
I'm sick to diet, bro. I can't. I can't eat out as much as I want to. I haven't been eating out as much now, and I'm actually trying to not spend as much on my food. So now for like dinners, or I think for lunches at work, if uh, we don't have any leftovers from the night before, we Rachel's been making me rice, and I'll take in some rice and a can of chili, and just pour that in and mix that up and eat that. Because one of the other guys started doing that. At, he does that at work sometimes for his lunch, and I was just like, that's not a bad idea. I mean, I, I do that sometimes. That's too. filling too. Like I don't even finish it, so I'm like, dope. I mean, shit ton of rice, dude. Dude, I love rice. Me too. White rice? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, any rice, dude. I don't give a fuck. But I, yeah, white rice is that's just dope. What I eat. <laughs> oh, dude. Like I go like Taste of Hawaii. Oh, dude. Like I go there and I don't scoop of rice and I get the and when, when I get my meat plates and stuff, like I'll get it without a salad and I'll get more rice, rice. with sauce. Me too. I dude. love that. I'm and like, then, dude, I might, I might do that. Okay. See, the past few times I've gone there, it's actually kind of fell through. Mm. Not so much on the rice and sauce, but like I've gotten a few times I get the barbecue chicken and I'll get chicken mm. with no barbecue on them. Just grilled Bogus. chicken. And I'm just like, oh, I'd be pissed. But I've also been, but that. also at the same time, I've been like, I'm, I kind of get after Rachel. I'm like, you need to check before you leave because this has happened multiple times. Yeah. So I was like, we need to check it before we leave. I don't say, that's the other thing too. Hey, a relationship advice, if some one person's messing up, start with we need to change. Like, So like, instead of me being like, you need to check that, even though if it's yeah. just her going like, we need to check next time. We need I don't to know. Check Does that sound better than just being you, like putting someone down? Yeah. I don't know. Pointing the finger, that's what that is. It doesn't do anything. It just makes problems. Lesson learned. And there's more of that to come next week on TRL. Dude, that'll be fun. That, I'm so excited. That request episode was pretty dope, man. Yeah, it was and great. Like, all these episodes have been fun, though. They've all, they've all been great. You know what will make this better? Counting off the rest of the episodes? Or <laughs> or, or do you got, you got another story for us? Fuck, man. There's a lot of stories. Or did we want to jump into some music? We can talk about some music. Just because I happen to land on that. Well, speak. So speaking of, yeah, music. Um, on Thursday this week, dude, I met the guitarist from Sum Forty One. Yep, you heard it here first. Yeah. Or saw it on Instagram. Or if you saw Anthony Pearson post it, so. Yeah. It was a. Uh, yeah, because Anthony recognized him f- before I was even there. But as soon as I got there and got changed, I came out. And Anthony, like, kind of waved me over to him. And he was like, notice, recognize that guy over there? And I, like, he, like, walks by. And I'm like, I was like he lo- I'm like, kind of. I'm like, musician or something. He was like, this guitarist from Sum 41. I was like, oh, shit, it is. Where'd you like, meet him? At Vasa. At Vasa Gym, man. Check that out. Yeah, man, he was working out. So I waited until I was done lifting because I lifted quick and he was still happened to be there. So I went up to him and was just like, yeah, Dave, some 41, you know, got to shake his hand. And it was just like, yeah, dude, I've been listening to you guys since I was like 10, 11. Damn. I was like, no joke. Like, I was like, I've re- their first album was Half Hour of Power, I do believe. But then they came out with Fat Lip and All Killer No Filler, and so that was when they really took off. But I was like, yeah, like I've you know big guy, like big you know, I was like haven't really listened to a lot of your new stuff. So I got Warped Tour a few years ago. It was really you know it was my first time seeing you. It was really awesome. Yep, Dave, dude. And so he, uh, so yeah, they were like they're playing Riot Fest. So they had a show in Washington the night before. That day was their day off, so they were doing most of the driving, and then they had a show in San Diego tonight. Yeah, it was just, I was just like, that's really cool. Like, I, I am so, like, I had no idea who this guy was. He was on the bike next to me. I had no idea who that was. And I was just getting Yeah, because you were there at, a little bit after me, so I was wondering if he was still going to be there. Yeah, that's, yeah. I saw him. He came and hopped on the bike next to me. Like, there's there was like still, like, five, six feet, but I had no idea. Dude, I was just like, oh, dude. Yeah, like, no man. He's yeah. He's just nothing. like yeah. Because because no Anthony recognized him and he was like, dude, I just saw an interview with these guys. So he's like, I think it's him. And he like looked it up on his phone and was like, tattoos match. It's him. So Damn. that yeah, Anthony got a 
photo with him. I was gonna tweet. I was gonna tweet about it or post it, and I was gonna post um, make do the fat lip lyrics and mix them up like I do with songs. And it was gonna be like, I asked him for a selfie, but he doesn't want to waste his time, become another casualty of my trash selfie. I said I won't post it online. He said that's because I'm. I won't give you the authority. So back down. Mm. That was what I was gonna post. I haven't yet. I still might, but yeah, I was just like that was. He was super friendly, really nice, and he was like, "Yeah, this is the second time we've actually came through this town, like within the month." Because he was like, "We were doing another different part of the tour, and we came through it, crossed it the other way, and we came and stopped here." And I was like, "That like that's That's awesome." I was like, "That's so cool." Like you guys have came through and like stop and like, yeah. I was like, "It's a beautiful place to see. It really is." Yeah, and so like that's cool and. And they were at, uh, and then I looked over, and there were two tour buses over at the hotel right by the gym, the Hampton Inn, and that's where Machine Gun Kelly's was a few weeks ago when I saw his MGK. When I saw his tour bus, <laughs> we didn't yeah. need to use MGK in the same breath as some forty-one. It's just we're within like like a month span, yeah. maybe a little bit over a month span of that. They were both like right there right within I the mean, same area I'm just and like, it was hmm. it's probably perfect too I mean he works out it's just, the gym's right there yeah that's, yeah. Aw- that's awesome dude yeah like it was, yeah super cool like that I, dude I had no idea and I saw him yeah that's funny that's dude I had no I looked him in the eyes I was like <laughs> like yeah dude no idea who this dude was I dude even then if you if I see him tomorrow I'm gonna be like no idea right yeah but I mean, oh, like man. I've grown up seeing that guy, you know. That's wicked. Cool. I used to, dude. They were on the spot, the original Spider-Man soundtrack. They were, which I have, by the way. I have, I, so I have I've been having that, yeah. So of course I've been, you know, having some forty-one music stuck in my head. Dude, that. And then such also, a great album. And then a few days ago, before that too, at the gym, I heard new music by some forty-one. I was sitting there in the locker room changing, and I was like, "Whose voice is this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's." Derek's. That's some 41. Dude. Check out the artists on the, the Spider-Man, Spider-Man the original. So it starts off with don't it's going to start off with Aerosmith doing the Spider-Man intro uh song. Then it goes to Chad Kroger featuring Josie Scott um Hero. God, I used to remember number three. Um, I know Theory of a Dead Man's on there. They're a little bit deeper. We were just talking about this band. So Psalm 41 is number three. Yeah. The Rock is what we're all about. It's what we live for. Come on, shout it out. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. All but right. And uh, then, um, that's all I know. Uh, or is Theory of a Dead Man four? No. no. They're a little bit farther down. I don't, that's, that's, it's Black Lab. Don't remember them. Learn to crawl. It starts like Oh, Alien Ampar. Oh, and yeah, the Corey Taylor Bob. I I thought that was Stone Sour. That is Stone Sour. It says Corey Taylor. But I don't know why it's Oh and the well, strokes well, and the hives. Hero is technically nickelback. No, it's but it's, Cause it's no because like, it's like both. It's it's the drummer and the guitar player and Chad Kroger. Okay, I didn't know if if he just got other people for no, that I'm song sure or if them. it was. I think like the only dude who it might dude. I fuck if I know, man. Like I'm gonna look it up. It could use different people for the music video too. They could. Have. I remember Josie Scott just well, looking mean, fat as fuck, man. Oh yeah. Let's see. Okay, let's go back to Spider Man shit. So then number four, learn to crawl. Number five is somebody else by Blue. Yeah, I didn't know the the a few more, but then the last one I was uh, Bug Bites, Alien Ant Farm. Yep, I like Alien Ant Farm. I actually listen to one of their songs randomly every so often these days. I heard that one. Um, dude, I'll show you the the video is hilarious because they uh, they re- they performed it at the BET Awards. Like they crashed the the red carpet party. <laughs> So like there's like all these like you know like Nelly I remember and like like all these I think fifty and they're just out there playing the song on top of this roof, and that's what they record. Alien Ant Farm did that. Yeah. What song was it? These days, it's a good song. Let's see. Um, you've been listening. We were listening to the new Chance the Rapper album too. 
Oh, yes, we were. And it's, I haven't really listened to a lot of Chance, but I liked it. Chance is really good. He's always really been about independent everything. Yeah. So like, he's no label, but he does everything himself as, as well. Yeah, because what was his last album? Was that Acid uh, Rap? No. Coloring Book. Coloring Book. Coloring Book. So that was the one that won the Grammy, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, if I remember reading an article or something correctly, it was the first time an album had won a Grammy that did not have an album sale because he yeah. just posted it for free and everything and just let people stream it and everything, right? Yep. That's If I remember hearing that correctly. So, like, that's cool. That's impressive. Let's look at it. That's also showing, like, he's going to make money otherwise. And then he donated, like, a million dollars to Chicago schools. So, I mean, the guy's, the guy's a goat in my book. Dude, absolutely. But, yeah, like, we were listening to it, and it's got some good songs. He's got a lot of good, a lot of features on it, too, oh, but great. all the, the features seemed really f- to fit with each song. They're not forced in there like a lot of these features are yeah. these days. And with he, like, like, the baby, especially. He's on a song. Dude, he's, he's on like, everything lately. But he's so good in everything. Because he, he, well, he, he doesn't just, veer off of the path at all. Oh, I've That's never why heard he's so good. I've I've heard so many the baby songs or f- verses of him featuring it. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Like he's YG, dude. But if YG never sold out, and here's the and he I just, always YG was always like very like you know OG me first until he ran out of shit to to talk about. The baby is just always like talking about like beating dudes up because that's how he is yeah <laughs> like that shit is OG yeah, he's- oh, but going back to Chance Coloring Book is the first streaming only album to win a Grammy yeah that's what you're talking yeah, about yeah streaming only album yeah. that, and so that's impressive that, but that's also showing the transformation of music and everything like that that's streaming nowadays and that's the streaming and uh, well okay so I heard a, so I, I read an article about Jermaine Dupri I think he's trying to hop on that wave so much that he is only signed. He's like, I'm. Uh, if you sign somebody over the age of 21, like they're not getting a deal. Can you tell the people who are listening who the hell Jermaine Dupree is? Because okay, some so people, Dupree, most people probably don't know. Yeah, most people don't know. So Jermaine Dupree, let me look. I'm, I'm going to give you how to spell his name because I need to learn. J E R N E. Last name Dufoe. Jermaine Dupree. He's a rapper. He's a head of a label. He's been around for a long time. He has the. He has everything to do with the success of Lil Bow Wow. He brought him up. Now, I saw him. At, well, I remember him and doing like a lot of Atlanta stuff. He's, he's yeah. Everything. He, I remember Atlanta. the Welcome to Chris Atlanta. Cross, uh, Mariah Carey, Usher, Jay Z. Like, he, he does all of that. He married Janet Jackson, too, if <laughs> I remember, right? Janet Jackson. <laughs> but the, here's the thing. So, I've never heard one of his rap songs. I've just heard him oh, featured man. in someone else's rap He's, songs. I've never heard his. And I heard, too, he came out, so it might be part of the same interview article or whatever you read about him talking shit on women rappers. I, it was probably... No, he was, I think that's an interview. Yeah, that is an interview, though. Yeah, because he was talking shit on women rappers, how they all just rap about their pussy and stuff. Yeah. But I'm just like, all you rap about is your dick going into a pussy, for the most part, and He's smoking weed and having money. So I was just like, what's your point? Because that's when Cardi B came out and was like, my pussy's my best friend. Yeah. Which, that's a great line to say. So rap is what he called it. Stripper rap. Get the... I mean, I... But it's sell like it's working, and I like that I like I've came and I support Cardi B on a few things, but I don't listen to her music. Yeah, you're probably better off. Oh, I know. I'll, I'll listen to Megan Thee Stallion. It's Megan the same thing, and she, I can handle her voice. She's dope. She's fucking cool, Megan Thee Stallion. But yeah, Jermaine Dupri said like if you're uh, any rapper over the age of 21 is not gonna do. He's wrong. And then he's wrong about his stupid stripper rap comments. Uh. But yeah, fuck all that. But I, Chance the Rapper's album was so yeah. great. The streaming streaming Grammy was awesome. I uh, I listened to the a new YBN Corday song. Ooh, tell, us, tell us about it. And that. that was with its features Anderson Pack. Mm-hmm. And it was produced by J. Cole. 
awesome. And let me see if I can, I don't have the title in front of me because that's stupid of me. RMP. RMP. But there, it's a, it's a really good song. I liked it. There's a, I like, there's a part where they, they share a verse and go back and forth and even share bars and stuff like that. So I just, I, I like hearing that and their voices and their styles just interact and changed really well. And I, I haven't listened to a lot of YBN Cordae. To be honest, the only other song I've heard of his really was the one where he's in Logic song. Okay. But I just, I just, I, I just, it popped up on my YouTube and then I saw it was produced by J. Cole as well. And I was like, I like Anderson Pack as a feature too. Anderson Pack is amazing. And it, and he was rapping Honestly. in this one a lot too. So that was really cool. I, I, he's so multi-talented. I like Anderson. Dude, Pack. he's 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 really good at at just everything overall, everything. But like just his performance his, and showmanship. Yeah, dude, he he's so much fun to watch, and he's he's good at delivering how, like delivering his his message. Every song I've ever heard that's like pushing something heavy, I, like there's a song on the Compton album with Dr. Dre. Where he's talking about just black on or white on black violence and stuff. He's singing it. He's harmonizing on the beat. That's just it's it's hard. Like you feel the drums, and it's just like this gangster ass song. But he's harmonizing over it. But he's giving you this message and he's painting you this picture just by his just by singing. And dude, that has always stood out to me. And that's the first song that really that I, I do. I'm, I'm taking back. I'm listening to this guy. And it's a song, and I'm gonna look it up real quick. It's on that Compton album, which I love. See, the first song I heard of his, I can't even remember what it's called. It's so. But it was like it's like bluesy in style. And then I heard, and then the next song of hers I heard heard was his new album, The Bubbling, and I was like, this is completely different. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The song with. Deep Waters. He has a dude, he's only got like three songs. It's the one. I mean, you also got to know Anderson Pack's pretty good if he can get Andre 3000 to do a feature on a song. That uh, his, Have you listened to his album? Yeah. It's, oh, it's really amazing. good. I think it's Deep Waters. I'm going to play a little bit of it. I think it's this one. He's, he's on all with Eminem on this album. Holy shit. Have you listened to this album? The Compton album? Uh-huh. No. I don't think I have. I've heard should. Ventura and Oxnard is what I've heard by him. Okay. I'm going to send you this one, dude. you got to listen to this album. All right. Isn't this one any, any dude? I'm not even going to try it. I just want to keep going back on the show. But... It's on there. And Floorboards, the floor tour. Gosh. But Anderson Park is great, dude. His his music is underrated for sure. Underrated, but appreciated. And, and then when you see him drumming, too. Like, he's yeah, he's he a drummer and sings. And, but when he does this, I someone said they saw him live, and when they went to the show, they were like, all right, like, the guy singing is just somewhere chill. And then they realize, oh, it's the drummer. Yeah. He kicks ass kicks ass but oh you know what so they also released like the vmas and shit like the since that's happening oh is that happening tonight i don't know if it's happening tonight. i really don't give a shit but i'm kind neither of just, do i i just want to see if there's anything that anderson pock is in because if there's not i'm gonna have an issue and he's not he might have been in it for last year though dude he's at no he's got an album this year did he come out with an album this year too was Oxnard oh, like this year? Best R&B. Yep. Ah. Anderson Pock and Smokey Robinson. Make it better. I hope he wins that. I like that, though. It's my favorite on that album. Okay. Um, what do you want to bring up next? 
I like how we're just bullshitting, but like we're. We can do more plugs now, because um, because by the time this is posted and up that night, I will be in Las Vegas, Ooh. and I will be at Noreen's Lounge for Sunday Fun Day, and I will be one of the featured comics. I will get a fifteen-minute set. Yes. So, if you've got the time and everything, come down and oh, I watch me watch me make some jokes. And um, last week they recorded everybody's set. Uh, they're not sure if they're doing it this week or not yet. He was going to let me know tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, if so, I was going to post about it either way. But just come prepare for that. Uh, last week they had a record amount of comedians come out. Forty-seven. Whoa. 47 comedians performed last Sunday fun day. So it started at 8 p.m. and that's when it'll start. It didn't end until 2 a.m. Six hours of free comedy. So you get your worth. Definitely. Drinks and all that fun stuff. Spirits. I'll I'll be there. Um, I plan on being there for most of it, if not all of it, because... Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Dude, I love the comedy scene. And like... It's just the comedy scene in Vegas, the real underground now is coming up, and it's so much fucking fun. And it is so awesome to watch this thing grow. Yeah. So, and so, to, and like now to like, and to also now like be a part of it too. Yeah. It's just been no, I bet fantastic. It's, I, bet it's, I bet it's awesome to feel included in something so different like that. Because there's not a lot of people who are like, I'm a comedian and like, I do this shit. Well, and for a you while, know? like, I'm now starting, like, when people used to, like, ask, like, or like, you know, like, oh, why do you go to Vegas a lot? Or like, if that got brought up or something, like, well, I used, I do open mic stand up comedy because I'd always say open mic first because right. I'm still not that good and I'm still just doing open mics. But lately I've been like, oh, I dabble in stand up comedy. Like, I'm trying to do that. So and now I good. say that, you know, and I'm, Dude, thank you. Yeah. Funny, like, it's man. been, yeah. You have like, good stuff. My dog has decided to join us, by the way. <laughs> As she, she should. And she wants to play fetch. But so that's why we were plugging, because she's getting antsy, so we we got to finish up. I mean, <laughs> even after your walk, you got to be you got to be hyper and crazy and stuff like that. And do you need some water? But oh. And then I'm sticking around in Vegas, because then Monday is going to be... I'm sticking around for Monday fun day, and... Mm the Jess F and comedy. So the two open mics on Monday, I'm going to stick around and do those too, just because I haven't been to those in a while. And I really enjoy the comedy scene and everything. And I like doing it. And maybe I might think of a new thing or two to do out there or something, or just do some of the same stuff I did the night before. Who knows? Like, hell yeah. But you know, my, my featured set, I'm going to be more focused on trying to do my bits that I'm really comfortable with and, or that I think are going to do really well. Mm hmm and everything like that so well good I no, might throw awesome. in like one new one or something in there but you know 15 minutes is gonna be it's gonna be sweet it's gonna go by real quick like I was thinking of stuff to do and I was like oh, I can do this and this and then I was like oh yeah I completely forgot I wanted to do this so it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be fun no, it's gonna be awesome I wish I had a soundboard to give you a round of applause cause that's wicked mm-hmm. cool no that's I do yeah so last Friday I went and did off the cuff mm-hmm. dude there was like 70 people there damn like, and 70. I re- I recorded it actually and I got a great yes. opening round of ovation and so we wanna hear it was you know and like you know pretty decent you know really good introduction he's just like this is our friend he's a comedian he wants to come and tell you jokes so we thought we start off the show with this show and came out just a great warm crowd and oh and oh that's amazing went up and did 10 minutes did some you know did a new bit about me and rachel that i've been wanting to do and came off pretty good and just joked around and that's awesome that's how you know you got a queen when you got jokes with her hell yeah well it's funny because the second time i did stand up i did this i did some of the same style but i did it it was just a quick short one but mm-hmm. then i was like here i was like dude i can talk a little bit more about it because i wanted to talk about how we're both dumb in our own ways and like or we're both stupid with like human anatomy because mm-hmm. <laughs> i talk about the story of how she didn't know her uh she didn't know her how many teeth she had and she didn't know she had her wisdom teeth removed or anything like that so like, how do you not know that with your teeth like you're dumb 
It's, you know, <laughs> but then a little bit later, she was tell, she was complimenting me on my cuticles, and saying I had like some of the best cuticles, and women would die for them and stuff like that. And I was like, "What's a cuticle?" <laughs> I had no idea what she was talking about. So, you know, went on that. But it was just funny because like I brought up like she, like you can't count the teeth. She's like, "I don't. I lose track of when when one starts and when one ends." And some guy in the crowd was like, "That's valid." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> Like, that's valid. Like, just, yeah, like it made me laugh. Shout out to that guy. <laughs> yeah, like you know, awesome. like like I got some people like that were like like it was because I said like you know like yeah we just I just celebrated like I've been with her for ten years and someone was like oh wow and I was like what are you implying? <laughs> and then I did my you know I did a silly stupid joke about raising my hand to her to let her know I had a question when she's done talking and someone's like oh good boy you know i'm like thank you i was like yeah i asked permission to hit her but i asked permission but all right well Looking great um we'll, we'll did check, you, check tanner out yeah did you have anything to plug or wanted well, anything or no um hit us up for requests if we're gonna do oh a request God. episode next time yeah so and we'll post it on all everything that we want requests yeah we'll put it on facebook we'll put it on oh which is uh just we're from utah podcast i believe and then that's that's Facebook. Our Instagram is We're From Utah Pod. Twitter at We're From Utah. Because we're from Utah. And we're doing this. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Another fun episode, dude. I, I love this. One. Like they, they fly by now. Like It's incredible. I, it's again, so the, much the fun. The setup can be a hassle, but it's worth it. Uh, for real. Yeah, thank you guys. Cause Check once, us out. Because once we hit record, it's magic. Oh. You know what those those two, the advice podcast. Some people, some rookies just ain't. You know they're just not gonna make the cut. That's what happens when you're out here with killers. <laughs> you're swimming with sharks, baby, with sharks. You know, not everyone's gonna make it. But you know who will make it? My boy John Ursua. Hey, day one, or I guess today was day two, in the books. Training camp? Training camp. Kill it, homie. Hey. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Have a wonderful night, and as always, stay utarded. Stay utarded.